When we're having a conversation about for-profit colleges, it's important to address one university that just comes up over and over and over again. People call this school out in the comments in my stories all the time, sometimes on my tweets. It's become a poster child of for-profit education. At Trump University, we teach success. That's what it's all about, success. It's going to happen to you. Donald Trump is without question the world's most famous businessman. As a real estate developer, he has reshaped the New York skyline with some of that great city's most prestigious and... What happened to Trump University? Long story short, it disappeared. And in this episode, we'll tell you why. This is The Legal Tender Season 7. I'm Aarti Swaminathan. Donald Trump, the 45th President of the United States, launched Trump University in 2005. The program was designed to help people, training them to become real estate experts. After all, he did make his millions in the industry. People would pay thousands of dollars just to get access to information about making money in real estate. I'm and have been since 1990 an attorney. This is Sherry Simpson. Sherry attended a seminar at Trump U in Florida in 2010. Her experience with Trump U may have been short-lived, but it's one that has continued to haunt her over the years. Starting in about 2001, Florida had a real real estate boom going on, where property values were increasing dramatically, mortgages, people were taking out mortgages they couldn't afford, the lending industry was giving people mortgages they couldn't afford, and then we had the mortgage meltdown, 2007. Being in the industry, I really saw it coming. We could see with the mortgage litigation what people were doing and what these mortgage companies were doing, and I had, I had a lot of cases at the time where it was predatory lending. So I knew that once 2007 and 2008 came around and there was a a crash and then property values dropped to the lowest that they had ever, ever, ever been over the next couple of years. And I'm watching all of this and I had a little bit of money saved and I have friends that are real estate investors And I knew that this was the best time for me to get involved in real estate investing. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better time. So I wanted to take a course in real estate investing. And I received a solicitation from Trump University just around that time that I was looking into other courses. Now, my thought process, I didn't know a lot about Trump. Honestly, I stayed out of, I don't read that type of news. I would read news about bankruptcy. I would read news about real estate. I would read news about some world events, you know, wars and who's doing what to whom and things like that. But I, I do, I don't read about people. I am, I've never read about people. So I really knew very little about him. I knew that he was a real estate investor. I knew that he had properties everywhere. I didn't really know how he operated. My thought process, which turned out to be totally wrong, But my thought process at the time was, here's a guy, big name person, father was a real estate investor, has a lot of money. He, I knew he had filed bankruptcy, but being in the bankruptcy field, I also knew this was not an abnormal way of handling 
failed businesses. You know, sometimes you just have to reorganize. Sometimes it's a chapter 11, which is a reorganization. Sometimes it's a chapter 11 reorganization liquidation to be able to sell. Sometimes it's chapter seven. So, all right. So I decided to go with Trump University. It was again, an upscale hotel, I believe in Coral Gables. And they had a big six foot thing of Trump you know, there and they had materials and they gave you some materials and they had a lecturer that was lecturing and talking and they had people that were walking around the room at the same time that were upselling you. So what they were doing is they were saying, oh, this is good. You'll learn some here, some information here, where at the first couple of hour meet and greet type thing, they were saying, we'll teach you in three days how to be a real estate agent. Now, what they did was they start with this solicitation for a free afternoon. Go in and you have a free, they'll, they'll teach you and they'll train you how to be a real estate investor. And it's really just a gimmicky, come in and sign up for the next course. We'll teach you how to be a real estate investor. You'll be the best real estate investor. You'll learn from the best. I handpick all my trainers. I, you'll learn from, from in three days how to be a real estate investor. And the price of the course is only whatever it was, 1500 I believe. I thought, all right, can I bring somebody with me? And I wanted to bring one of my paralegals with me who was also interested in real estate. And they said, sure. So for the $1,500, I got to bring my paralegal and me and go to this three-day course. Bear in mind, courses like these are unaccredited, which basically means that the Department of Education doesn't have much oversight into it. They exist in a, quote, shadow market or a wild west of unregulated courses. But they're not something to brush off. According to a report by the Student Borrower Protection Center, a nonprofit organization based in D.C., there is a shadow market that consists of these financial products that aren't really regulated. Some of these short-term courses, such as truck driving, or massage therapy schools, or even a tech boot camp, offer students these products, which are most often loans, that the government has no idea about. The study warns that many of these loans are not just high cost, they're also high risk, and so the student needs to proceed with caution. I asked Bob Scheiman, who is a senior fellow at the Century Foundation, to tell me more about this shadowy world of universities like Trump U. I think one thing to, to keep in mind about Trump University is that it was operating for, I think, six years, and there were a total of maybe 5,000 students or 5,000 people who had paid over that six years. Most unaccredited, poor value schools remain very small and ultimately and go out of business without a lot of hoopla because people don't can't get the money like the 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 effort that goes into getting people to pay for that is so great that most people don't do it. So I think what the Trump University situation shows is that the fact that it was ultimately a relatively small, I mean compare that 5000 over 6 years or so to the 100,000 students, hundreds of thousands of students that were enrolled at the colleges that were using federal student loans. I mean, thank goodness that 
Trump University was not using federal student loans because many more students would have enrolled and Trump University would have filed a lawsuit to keep getting federal student loans. I mean, it really would have been awful. So there aren't as many ways to get at Trump unaccredited schools, but at the same time, the problems just tend to be a lot smaller at the unaccredited schools for the reason that they're unaccredited and don't have access to the easy cash to enroll. Back in Florida, Sherry had started the seminar at Trump University. To be clear, Trump University was using these free seminars as a way to bring in students through the door. But once they were in, the school would hawk its $1,000 programs to its students. So the three-day was, it was fun, you know, it was, it was like being in a rah-rah thing, you know, you're, you're there and, and they're talking up Trump University and how wonderful it is. And they had uh, a city, supposedly, they had a city that was online. They had built a program around a city where you could actually go into the city locate areas you would be interested in investing in and try to, you know, figure out what a good price was and practice finding good neighborhoods and figuring out what your ROI is, which is return on investment and figuring out what your price should be. So you were supposed to have all of this as practice. You were also supposed to have all of the videos and, and other programs. So again, we sign up for the next program, we get the Golds program, we get assigned a mentor. Now we got, we were one of the lucky ones because our mentor actually was a real estate investor. He was from the West Coast of Florida. He'd been in real estate investing for a number of years and he was supposed to help us. Well, we scheduled, like I said before, they were supposed to give you three full days of training. And then they were supposed to be available for you after that anytime you needed it. So we scheduled together our three full days and he did appear for those. And then he disappeared. And it was about a year later, I think I heard from him. And he said that he never got paid by Trump. I, and we stayed in contact for a number of years afterward as well. He never got paid by Trump. So, you know, he was working for him. He was never handpicked either. I spoke to him about all those things after finding out this whole thing was a fraud. He was never handpicked. So-called real estate mentors were salesmen, simply salesmen from other industries and other fields. So we got lucky. We got somebody that actually did have knowledge. So after three days of being there, and I was one of the luckier ones in a sense. After three days of being there, I had met uh, another girl that was there that was also interested in real estate investing. And we went to the powers that be that were there at the time. And we said, we want to do this, but we want to do it together. Because she wanted to do commercial and I wanted to do residential. So it was the perfect blending of two people. And they allowed us to do so. So again, we got lucky in that I didn't have to pay the full 35000 I paid half and she paid half. And we were able to do this program. We, we were given permission to do the program together. So we signed up and immediately I went online. I was very excited to get started and I went online and I went into the course and I started looking around and they had a bunch of videos. 
Some of the videos were five years old. Many of the videos only related to New York. First, you couldn't even access the videos at times. Nothing would download. They would cut off. And the second thing I found was the videos were, again, five years old, related to New York, not related to either General or Florida or anything else, even though we were told it would be, you know, current, not six months, not six years, not even six weeks, but now, it would be, you know, now. And it would relate to wherever we resided, you know, our area. And so it was immediate that I realized there was a problem. That's why I said, I think by August, I started talking to Laura. And, and as I said, she signed up for more stuff that they pushed on us, which I didn't do, which was this bus tour for uh, $3,000 or $3,500, which was supposed to take you around and again, have somebody actually show you, here's an area, here's here are properties that are distressed. We're going to approach the owners. We're going to talk to them. Here's how you do it. Here's what you say. Here's how you look. Here's the number. Here are, Here's how you figure out what your ROI is going to be. Here's everything. So she signs up for that and nobody showed up at first. And finally, some real estate investor shows up. Uh, I'm sorry, some realtor shows up and gets on the bus and says, well, I'm here and, and like did nothing for three days. So that was a waste of money. So after that happened, after I couldn't access the videos or found that the videos were garbage and I was trying to do other things, set up an LLC, I realized this is a joke. This is, there's nothing there. It was just a fraud and felt really stupid <laughs> because as a lawyer, I should have known better. Well, that's what I thought anyway, but how would I have known better? I listened to what Trump said. He, they put him up on video. Oh, you're going to get the best of the best. And, you know, the same language he's been using for the last three and a half years here in the country. It's it's the top of the, you know, it's the top, it's the best, it's the most beautiful, it's, it's whatever. In 2011, Trump University shut down after multiple investigations and complaints. Sherry ended up joining a class action suit against Trump. But the Trump University saga didn't end quietly. The university came up on the election trail in 2016, when Hillary Clinton brought it up during a campaign stop. The New York Attorney General is suing Donald Trump for fraud, and his own employees testified, I want you to hear this, his own employees testified that Trump, you, you can't make this up, that Trump U was a fraudulent scheme where Donald Trump enriched himself at the expense of hardworking people. This is just more evidence that Donald Trump himself is a fraud. Trump initially defended the college, which was rebranded as the Trump Entrepreneur Initiative over the years. There's been so much talk by dishonest people about Trump University or Trump Entrepreneur Initiative, and I thought I should set the record straight. Number one, it's something I could have settled numerous times. I just don't believe in settling, especially when you're right. Why would anybody settle a case when we have reports like this and even beyond this? Why would people settle a case like this? I just can't do it. And you know what? The United States should fight back also. We shouldn't just be settlers. We should fight back and do what's right. It would have been easier for me to settle. It would have been less complicated for me to settle. But I'll easily win this case when it comes to court. I look forward to it. 
Once you settle, everybody sues you. I don't get sued very often because I'm not a settler. Thank you. But then Sherry's case, along with two others, started moving forward. He went after the federal judge who was looking at it. Can I ask you about Trump University, though, sir? Because there have been a lot of questions about that. And you uh, also challenged the credibility of the judge handling that case. The judge has been very unfair, has not done a good job. He's been a very bad judge. He's been very unfair. And I will win the Trump University case. I already am, as far as I'm concerned. But I will win the Why Trump University case. the judge in this that is case? Because I don't care. And, and talk because about the ethnicity of the judge. you know what? Why I this? Because I don't care. I have a judge who's very, very unfair. And it's, well, you'll see it in court documents. But I have a judge who's very, very unfair. He knows he's unfair. And I'll win the Trump University case. I could settle that case. I could have settled it. I just choose not to. In fact, when I ran, they said, why didn't you settle up that case? I don't want to settle it. Why mention that the judge Because is you know what? Because I'm a man of principle. And most of the people that took those courses have letters saying they thought it was great, essentially. It was good. It was great. Days after Trump became president, he settled the three lawsuits over Trump U for $25 million. In 2018, a federal court approved that settlement, nearly seven years after the university shut down. The lawsuit was, quote, amicably resolved and settled, a Trump Organization spokesperson recently told the Washington Post. There was, quote, no admission of liability, she said. Although Trump University is technically gone, it's still a lasting memory of a for-profit school that was once run by a president of the United States. And it's still making headlines. In mid-August, presidential candidate Joe Biden announced that Kamala Harris was going to be his running mate. Harris, who was California's attorney general, has an interesting relationship with Trump U because reports surfaced that years ago, when Trump University was floundering, he had actually donated $5,000 to her 2011 Attorney General election. The reason being, the California Attorney General at the time was considering joining a civil lawsuit with the New York Attorney General against Trump U. Harris ended up donating the money to charity, and California stayed out of the New York lawsuit against Trump U. But the incident just goes to show how the school continues to come up again and again on the election trail, even a decade later. Legal Tender is made by Yahoo Finance at our studios and homes in New York City. This episode was written and hosted by me, Arti Swaminathan. Illegal Tender was created, edited, and produced by Alex Zuck. A big thank you to Sherry Simpson, Bob Scheinman, and everyone else whom I haven't mentioned for sharing your knowledge. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review it for the show. Until next time, thank you for listening to Illegal Tender. Illegal Tender.